Welcome to the Single Well Podcast. My name is Dr. Mila and I am a family doctor turned wellness transformation coach. I created the Single Well for Christian single women and moms who want to learn how to simply incorporate wellness practices into their daily lives. After having a baby, getting divorced, and years of struggling with weight gain and declining health, I went searching for a natural weight loss solution. But instead, I discovered that true health was found in leveraging my spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, and relational wellness. Listen in to gain the tools and mindset to start developing your own unique wellness strategy. Let's do this. Please note, the information shared on the Single Well Podcast is meant for informational purposes only and is not meant to replace the advice of your personal physician or healthcare practitioner. Please consult your personal medical professional before embarking on or implementing anything discussed on the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. So this episode is kind of a uh, sequel to the last episode where we talked about wellness goals. But this one, we talk more in detail about personalizing your wellness plan. So if you pulled the wellness template from my page, great. If not, I will put a link to um, the the landing page for that um, in the show notes. But what's amazing about that is that it gives you a template that you can hang up. It's on one sheet and you can hang it up and it gives you a visual reminder of setting those important wellness goals. And so um, I often tell the story about my journey with weight and with wellness where I struggled with my weight for years and thought that was the main part of the struggle, right? I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to just get some weight off and feel better and look better in certain clothes. But what I discovered along the way was that my wellness was suffering, that I wasn't paying attention to those other things. I wasn't paying attention to my mental and emotional state. I wasn't paying attention to my relationships in a meaningful way. Um, I was uh, focused on the physical aspect, but I wasn't paying attention to my spiritual connection. And once I started to do that, um, I really noticed changes and consistent and permanent changes in my body, mind, and spirit. So Um, I wanted to give you a few tips on really using that wellness plan to your advantage. And so the very first thing I would do is to print it out that or just write down on a piece of paper, mental, emotional, relational, physical, spiritual, write those down on a piece of paper. And then beside each one, or if you have the template under each one, just write down one thing you want to do that you're not already doing now. So for instance, if you took the mental one, I think about that as encompassing emotional health, but really focusing more so on your purpose and other things that you are interested in intellectually. So things like reading about something you want to do. So for me, this was diving deeper into the science of keto and low carb lifestyles um, in, in metabolic health, which comes from that type of lifestyle. Um, once I saw that connection, I couldn't unsee it. I say this all the time and I just want to learn about it. And for the last four years, I've spent so much time just learning about not only wellness, but about specifically how I can use metabolic health to help my patients and clients. And so, 
That is something that I spend frequent time doing. It gives me a lot of joy and contentment because I just love learning that stuff. A lot of times there's things like that that we enjoy that we don't do because we say, I just don't have time. I can't fit it in. I have too much other stuff going on. But I encourage you to just find time for something like that or whatever that looks like to you. That might be, you know, finding that stimulation elsewhere. You may It may not be reading. It might be a podcast or it might be a YouTube video or whatever it is, but finding a place for that outlet to find what you want to do. Something else you could do is, you know, start a purpose journal, a dream journal, start at something where you're writing down those things you want to do. Because we often think about things that we may be meant to do, things that we would love to do, but we put it out of our head as soon as it pops up like, oh yeah, that'd be great. But, and then you have a list of 20 reasons why you can't do it. Um, And I'd encourage you to just get rid of that word can't and just start writing it down. When you make something plain in that way, it starts to happen. It starts to, it starts to form, you know, it gets you going. And I know for me, if there's something I'm really interested in doing, I will um, keep it in my ear. I'll keep listening to podcasts. I'll keep watching shows. I'll keep watching YouTube videos to just keep that going in my head and keeping me focused on that goal. Um, if you did this emotionally, for instance, one of the things maybe getting a counselor, this is a common thing that people just don't um, tap into. A lot of people find it to be off-putting or Um, strange or they don't feel they need it. But having a third party to talk to that is not someone in your immediate friends or family circle can be so helpful. Um, They can give you a perspective that other people can't give you because they cannot be objective. So, you know, they can't sit back and look at your life and say, oh, this is a fact and this is, you know, Um, what it is. And it's not emotional. Anyone that's tied to you will have an emotional reaction and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's hard for them to be objective. They're more subjective. So they're thinking about how a decision or something you say is affecting them or how it affects you or how it'll affect your kids or your family or your parents. You know, so it's hard for someone you know really well to be objective. Do we need their input? Yes. So we definitely want to have that close circle, but having someone that doesn't know everything about you who just gets to know you through therapy can be super powerful. Um, This is something I've done over the years off and on, um, you know, and I currently have a counselor I meet with about once a month and it's just great. It gives me time to talk some things through. She gives me things to work on for the next month and I'm always kind of thinking about how I can improve in that way. And it may not be scheduling and seeing them and all of that. Your step might be just to research them, just looking for one, finding one that fits what you want. Um, thinking about it more, you know, journaling some things that have been on your mind. So it doesn't have to be seeking a counselor. You can do some other things or taking small steps towards that, but just starting that process. And then we have relational, um, you know, how do you, how do you do that? And I always think for me, one of the most important relationships I have is with my son. And so one of the main things I try to do is incorporate that time with him into my weekly plan. So you know, it's easy. We're always in the house together. We're always together. But are we spending meaningful time together? So really having meaningful time with him is something I want to work on all the time. I want to kind of find those moments because you won't be able to sit there with each other all the time. 
he's getting older. He has stuff he likes to do. He doesn't always want me right there. And I have stuff to do and can't always have him right there. So, um, but just having that meaningful time, time during the day that you spend with them. Um, for us, sometimes that's just riding home in the car. And, you know, my son can be pretty talkative. If you know him, you know what I'm talking about. But then other times he's not. And it's so funny when he gets quiet and he's just pensive and he's thinking about things on the way home from school, you know, say, hey, are you okay? Are you okay? Because he's not talking a lot. And then other times he talks my ear off. And so it's just going through those nuances and, and being more intentional about our time together. Um, physically is a topic of its own, of course. And we all have physical goals. We all have things we want to change. Um, but setting those goals and saying, okay, this is what I want to accomplish. And in this amount of time, and this is what I would say, if you're doing that, don't set a goal based on something you don't have control over. And I'll say that again. Don't set a goal based on something you don't really have control over. So that might be um, setting a goal based on someone else's reaction. So sometimes um, people would come to me as a physician and, and they would say, oh, I did this or that. And depending on my reaction, that may discourage them. It may encourage them. And it really has nothing to do with them. And it's nothing against them. I might be having a rough day. I might be just not paying attention to that you know, specific thing that they, they were so focused on because we're looking at other things, you know. Um, but yeah, tying it even to a spouse or to a friend, like, oh, I'm going to do this because my friend will say I'm doing really well. You don't want that. Other things that fall in that category, lab work, you know, um, you know, a certain weight on the scale. Those are things you can't really control. But what can we control? We can control how often we show up for ourselves. You know, I'm going to show up and do some type of exercise every day. Well, that's easy. You know, it's not easy to do the exercise, but, you know, having that is something you have control over. I'm going to do it or I'm not. Even if I'm busy, I'm going to do five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, you know, finding alternatives. Okay, so I'm at someone's house. I don't have my workout gear. You know, I, I don't have my treadmill or whatever it is. You find another way. You say, I'm, go I'm going to go out and walk for 10 minutes after dinner. Done. Now I've done that thing, this, things that I was, this thing that I was wanting to do. And guess what? All of that adds up. You're doing those things day in and day out for weeks, months at a time. You're going to get there. You're going to meet your goals. Same thing, same thing with the types of foods we eat. Um, a lot of people know that I'm a low carb keto enthusiast. Um, you know, and I love that way of eating, but that's not the only way to eat. If that's not something that you enjoy or that you, um, you can't, you can't see yourself doing or you're not sure, if you're not sure, you know, get a coach, get someone to help you through it. But if it's just something that you've tried and it's not for you, then find what will work, but find a way to show up for that each day and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. These are the things I want to incorporate. I'm going to do this every day. I'm going to have two cups of veggies with every meal. I mean, that may sound like a lot, but you know, those kind of things and just say that because you can control that. You can control that. Even if you're at a restaurant, you can make sure you have a cup or two of vegetables. You know, that's easy enough. You know, whereas, you know, if you say something that's less attainable, like, well, I'm going to make a gourmet meal every day. I'm going to make all three of my meals. Well, if you're working outside the home, that's hard to do unless you meal plan. But you know what I'm saying. There's just different things that you can do that are out of, in your control and things that aren't necessarily in your control. And just having those things so that you can do them, make them more attainable for you. Um, 
And then spiritually, you know, that can be as simple as for me, something I'm always working on is prayer, my prayer life, trying to get more consistent with that. And sometimes that may just be listening to God. They may just be sitting still and letting God speak to you. Um, it may be listening to worship music. It might be, you know, doing a study on the word and on the Bible, but just finding those different ways. For some people, it may not involve any of that at all. And they may just be meditating or just sitting still with their thoughts and, you know, just different things that you can do um, to tap into that. But if you're filling out your plan, then of course, you know, um, you want to have a tangible thing that you're going to do. And so with all of this put together, it sounds like a lot, right? But now you have one small thing in each area that you're going to focus on doing. And you may say, I'm going to focus on doing these for a week. I'm going to do these for three days. I'm going to do these for a month. You know, whatever that is for you, do that. And you will see, you know, things gradually changing because now you are building on those habits. And then you want to snowball those habits. So something Dave Ramsey talks a lot about is the snowball. Um, and no matter how you feel about Dave Ramsey, this is something that stuck with me um, because when he talks about budgeting and paying things off, it's a snowball effect. You start small and then you just kind of keep building. So as you're doing that, you see small wins and you keep going. This applies here as well. You start to see changes. You start to feel better about what's going on in your life. You start to feel like you have a little bit more control over things and you're starting to take control of what you can. And it snowballs. You start to say, oh, you know what? I've been, you know, reading this book every day. Um, I'm going to start implementing some of the things they say to do in this book, or I'm going to start this business. I'm going to apply for my LLC. I'm going to do, you know, just starting those things. It just snowballs. You start to want more and more of those positive things. And then another important step is to reflect and modify. So you have this set of five or so things that you're doing and some things worked great, some things not so great, or there's things you wanted to do more of. And so you reflect and modify. I'd say weekly, I would do that, but you might want to do that daily. You may want to only do that once a month, depending on your schedule, but reflecting and mod reflection and modification are very important because you're looking back on what you did and how it affected you. Journaling can be very helpful in this. And then you can go and modify. It. You can say, well, you know, I said I was going to do this, but I didn't quite hit this particular goal. So I'm either going to change the goal to something that's more attainable for me, or I'm going to say, you know what, this week is going to be the week that I really tap into that. Or how can I best fit this so that I can guarantee that I do it? You know, if I want to read 10 pages of a book each day, how am I going to fit that in? Where am I going to put that? Because if I just say I'm going to do it and just wait for it to happen, it never happens, right? So then you say, okay, that didn't happen for me. Let me see how I can make that occur more, more readily. And so I gave some examples of different ways that this can be done and, you know, some things you can do with it. That template is still there for you for free. Um, I also um, do a 30 minute wellness consultation for free if you're interested in that, just to kind of help you start um, incorporating these things. Like I said, I do this because it's something that's so important. It's something that is not talked about a lot. We focus right in on health and wellness as far as, you know, our weight in our bodies and our lab work and all of these things. But it's so important to look at all these other um, aspects of our wellness when we're really trying to make permanent change in our lives. So that's all I have for today. I hope you got a whole lot out of this. Please interact with me on social media. Let me know what you think. And I hope to see you next time. Take care. This has been the Single Well Podcast. 
For more information on what you just heard, please visit us on Facebook or Instagram at The Single Well, or you can email us at thesinglewell at gmail.com. 